Hi, welcome to Transition Talk on site, episode 5. A podcast by Accenture, where it's all about our energy needs in the future. My name is Harmen van der Veen, and you are Lonneke Tabak, Energy Transition Services Lead at Accenture the Netherlands. Nice to meet you again. Nice to meet you too, Harmen. And this is the second season of Transition Talk. But now, this time, we go outdoors and talk about energy transition on-site. Let's take a look into the future with our own eyes. Lonneke, where are we? We are at Utrecht Central Station. And for those of you who are not from the Netherlands, Utrecht is a city in the center of the Netherlands. And we have a very big train station here. Um, for comparison, this train station accommodates just as many passengers as, as Schiphol Airport does on a yearly basis. 50, 57 million passengers per year. Typical Utrecht Central Station, it's really busy. Nice place. Yeah, it is, yeah. They are um, rebuilding the station and it's supposed to be done in 2030. What does Utrecht Central has to do with our subject and the person we meet? Well, that's interesting that you asked that. We are going to talk about portals today. Portals is developing a carbon capture and storage facility, for short CCS. Um, in the North Sea, close to the harbor of Rotterdam. And why aren't we in Rotterdam? <laughs> yeah, I thought you would ask that. Uh, Portals is still to be constructed. And Portals is a joint venture between three companies, the Port of Rotterdam, Gazuni and IBN, Energiebeheer Nederland. Mm. And therefore, they reside in the heart of the Netherlands, uh, in Utrecht. So we are now at Utrecht Central Station, a few minutes from the IBN office, that is very close. We can walk there? Yes, we can walk there. The name Portis is new, but I think I recognize it from the press. Is that true? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Portos has been in the news quite a lot recently because of a lawsuit. Um, a lawsuit around a nitrogen deposition. Ah, okay. That's really, really a topic on this moment. What happened? Yeah, so um, there has been this lawsuit related to the nitrogen deposition. Uh, because like other construction projects in the Netherlands, Portals requires a permit that is based on the scan of the negative impact of the construction-related nitrogen emissions on the surrounding nature areas, the nature areas surrounding Portals. And originally, Portals had received an exemption for this permit, okay. so they didn't need the permit originally. But last year, 2022, in a lawsuit this exemption was deemed invalid, not only for Portals, but for all construction projects in the Netherlands. So portals had to obtain the permit after all. So then they had to do this scan to show that the nitrogen-related impact on surrounding nature areas was limited. And they were successful in doing so, so they proved that the nitrogen deposition caused by the construction of portals would not have a significant long-lasting impact on the surrounding nature areas. Okay, so now they can start. Yes, and that has been, this court ruling has been quite recent, the 16th of August 2023 to be precise. So that's why you've seen portals in the news recently. And it's important in this podcast that we'll separate two things. So nitrogen deposition is a very important environmental concern. Nitrogen compounds are harmful when excess nitrogen compounds accumulate in soil or water. Uh, and even though that's a very interesting topic, it is a different topic from the topic that we are going to address today, which is the effect of greenhouse gas emissions on climate change. So today we'll talk about the positive effect that portals will have on our carbon footprint and not about the nitrogen deposition. I've invited Nico de Meester, 
Nico is manager external relations at Portos and Nico will be able to share interesting perspectives with us uh, as his background allows him to combine technical, environmental and management knowledge. But I would say let's go to the EBN office and ask Nico to introduce himself. Hi Nico, here we are in your office. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Uh, thanks for being here. You ran a little bit late and I've been told there is a party going on somewhere, somehow. Uh, yes, uh, today uh, it was announced that we have taken uh, our final investment decision. Uh, so we had uh, uh, festivities uh, together with the whole team. Okay, and yeah. how does it look, the party? Uh, yeah, everyone is uh, excited uh, that we're going forward with the project and uh, looking forward uh, for, the, for the next phase. And what does it really mean? Wh why are you so happy? Um, well, um, yeah, when you're working on a project and, and in the project development phase, yeah, you're really focusing on, okay, we need to get everything together to uh, get all uh, pieces of the puzzle uh, together. And um, at uh, the final investment decision, you, yeah, the, the puzzle is complete, so... Um, it sounds final. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really final, yeah. It means the money is there, you can, you can start now. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, uh, and this is really the start of the first uh, CCS project in the Netherlands that is going to be built, so that's uh, yeah, something to celebrate. Was it new for you? This news, the, the definitely, yeah, the decision has been taken today, so uh, it was definitely new for me. Really good. So maybe some cake after the podcast, or uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, yeah champagne, yeah. maybe. Yeah. We will <laughs> see. Not now. For now, can you introduce yourself? Yes, uh, my name is Nico de Meester. I'm the external relations manager of Portals. Um, I've been involved in the project for the last uh, three years, um, and together with my team, I'm responsible for all of the contacts with um, the general public to inform them about our project uh, and uh, specific stakeholders to get um, yeah, the project, to get their interests um, taken into account in our project. It's really difficult, this communication around this project, because a lot of people have a lot of questions. Yeah, there, there are all, all kinds of questions. Um, some uh, concerns about safety, some uh, about financials, some about sustainability. So yeah, there are a lot of topics to, to touch upon. Um, and But not only concerns. No, a, a no, lot no. of happiness too. I mean, as well, something is going to happen with the carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there's a, always a debate going on on how to decarbonize the industry and. CCS is one of the methods you could use uh, for decarbonizing the industry. And yeah, many people um, are very excited that uh, the, the, yeah, the solution of uh, carbon capture and storage will be implemented in the Netherlands with the, with the Portus project. Portus is the name mm -hmm. of this project. Yeah. It's also a name of the one of the three musketeers. Yes, yes. I, I had to look it up, I have to say, but... <laughs> Um, is that is that uh, a coincidence or? Um, it's kind of a coincidence. Um, Portals was the first project to be started, and it's an abbreviation for. Um, and uh, that's you have to look it I up. To yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, the, the Port of Rotterdam CO2 uh, Transport Hub and Offshore Storage. P O R. Well, and you if lost you me. yeah, if you're creative, you can ma make portals uh, out of it. And that's how it started. That's how it started. Okay. And uh, Portals was one of the. Three Musketeers in the book of uh, Alexandre Dumas, mm -hmm. and um, 
uh, after portals, uh, other projects were started, um, and they named their projects after the other musketeers, okay. so Athos and Aramis and D'Artagnan. The other two projects. Uh, yeah, the other that yeah. The because there projects. there are not five or six musketeers, so. No, there, there were other t two other Dutch projects and one project in France with the fourth musketeer, um, D'Artagnan. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Nico, why is it so necessary to capture the CO2? At this moment in time, uh, you see that large industries in the Netherlands uh, are emitting CO2 mm -hmm. uh, to the atmosphere. And as agreed upon in the Paris Climate Agreement and in the Dutch Climate Agreement, uh, we want to reduce uh, CO2 emissions to the atmosphere. And there are several solutions that you could do to uh, make your industry green, to, to decarbonize your industry. And one of them is uh, carbon capture and storage. Um, and uh, with this solution, yeah, you capture the CO2 from the from the industries. From how does from it? How does it? Can you visual, visualize for me how how do you catch yeah. it? It's but not like to catch a bird or something. No, the, yeah, you need a, 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 a machine, an, an installation yeah. uh, that is able to uh, catch the CO2 out of the the, the flue gases or um, before it goes up. Before it goes up and through and the chimney, are, yeah, yeah, and there are, and uh, yeah, de depending on which um, production process you have, you already have some clean CO2, so, so pure CO2, or you have CO2 with other uh, yeah, particles in it. So then you need to clean it uh, before you can uh, store it. Um, but yeah, the, the industrial clients, they build their uh, capture facilities. Mm -hmm. And for us as portals, um, we build the transport system and the storage uh, system. Um, so we won't build the capture uh, system that will be done by um, for example, clients uh, that we have uh, from the start, uh, Shell, Air Liquide, Air Products, and ExxonMobil, they will build their capture installations. And next to capture installations at industrial sites, there's also a technology called direct air capture, but I believe it's, well, you know better than I do, but I believe that's still less mature than the capture technologies next to, let's say, exhaust pipes of industrial facilities. Mm -hmm. But there you have an installation that captures as we call ambient CO2, so CO2 molecules from the from the air. Okay. Instead of the direct emissions from industry exhaust pipes. So nothing ex escapes the plant. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. If 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 it's possible to um, to add such an installation to uh, a location where there is CO2 emission at this moment, yeah, then you can you can uh, make it uh, CO2. Uh, Neutral or decarbonized. The, the goal is, of course, not to produce CO2, mm -hmm. but we're not there yet. And in between, we, we catch it. That, yeah. that, that's actually what we are going to do with this yeah. CCS. Yes, yes. So there will be a point in the future that it's maybe not necessary anymore. But for this moment, it's a quick solution, isn't it? I mean, it, it, it's kind of quick or not? It's, 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 it's kind of quick, yeah. So... Um, when you look to the, for example, to the, the port of Rotterdam area, there, there are a lot of uh, refineries uh, over there. And yeah. refineries are based on fossil fuels uh, at this moment in time. But in the future, they might be also be bio-based uh, fuels. Uh, so there's a transition going on. Um, but but bio-based is still producing CO2. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but, and but then it's you not fossil. Yeah, and then you still need... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah to, to get rid of the CO2 that uh, will be emitted to the atmosphere otherwise. 
And then you put it in the ground. And then you put it in the ground, yeah. And um, what is special about the Netherlands is that uh, with, with the North Sea, um, we have a lot of gas fields that are depleted or nearly depleted. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if the gas field which, is, is Which depleted, produced all the CO2. Yeah. Uh, that's part of the problem. That's That has been part of the problem, yeah. And um, now it's part of the solution. And now it's part of the solution uh, because uh, you could... You can reuse uh, the wells that you've drilled to extract the the the, the gas uh, to inject the CO2. You need to, re- to to do some adjustments, of course. That that's why we're investing in that. Uh, but you can reuse those uh, geological formations um, at, at at a depth of three kilometers below seabed. So it's really it's gone. Deep, uh, it's not really gone, term. but it's it's well, it's not in the atmosphere. It's not in the atmosphere and. Um, the storage that we provide is permanently. Is there enough space? Uh, can you visualize that for me as well? <laughs> it's not a room. It's like. What do you mean enough space? Because at some point it will be full. Like there you go. Well, we'll that's pump my question. CO2 in the depleted gas fields, and there is a maximum capacity. I, is it as big as it was as the amount of gas? Uh, I mean, does it take the same space? A CO2 um, molecule or a gas yeah, molecule? Yeah, it, it's depending on the the amount of pressure. Uh, uh, that 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 you build up in the gas field, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, you roughly you could say that that it's uh, approximately the, the the same volume. But um, for for the Portus project, what what we know is um, we've selected uh, a, a certain um, depleted gas field near shore, um, and it has a capacity uh, when you look to our computer modeling of uh, 37 uh, megatons uh, in total. So if you divide it by 15 years time of of production, you have two and a half megatons per year uh, that that we are able to store in that field. So for how many time we can go on? With that that specific field, uh, 15 years of time. 15. 15. One okay. five. And then yeah. it will One be sealed, five. right? It will be closed. It will, yeah, it will, be per, it will be sealed and the CO2 will be there uh, permanently. Because it's stuck under some layer? or Yeah, there's a, um, uh, a cap rock layer. Yes, okay. Yeah. What's the importance, Lonneke, of Porto to the Netherlands or maybe to Europe or the world? And Nico already touched upon it. Of course, the aim is to reduce our CO2 footprint. Um, and also to serve as an example to other European countries with this project. Um, and the latest IPCC report, we talked about IPCC before in our other podcast episode. It stands for the Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change. Mm-hmm. And they have published they publish reports on climate change frequently. And the recent reports show that we really do not have time anymore to reduce our CO2 emissions. And apparently we are unable to reduce our CO2 emissions at at the root, so at the industries themselves yeah. quick enough. So we have to catch it. Yes, exactly. To win some time. Yeah. yeah. And I have the numbers here. I, I don't know them by heart, so I'll look them no up. No problem. I don't know them too. So as uh, Nico said, portals can store about two and a half megaton of CO2 per year, per year for 15 years. So 37 megatons in total. And to put that into perspective, because if I hear megatons, I can never translate it <laughs> in, my, in my head. What does it, act, what does it mean? So that is 1.6% of the total CO2 emissions in the Netherlands and around 10% of the Rotterdam industry emissions that will be stored. Is that, that's a lot or? 
Yeah, that's a lot. And to make it relevant to you personally, yeah. because it's still a bit abstract, mm -hmm. I think, um, it will allow one person to fly to New York, a round-trip flight, 20 million times in total. Are people watching us, what we're doing here, countries? Worldwide, yeah, as, as, as portals, we have a lot of contacts internationally, uh, both in Europe and, and worldwide. And um, the Portals Project is not the first project in the world. Um, in, in, uh, in Norway, uh, there has been uh, CO2 capture and storage for uh, almost uh, 20 years uh, now. And um, so we're taking the lessons learned from that project into account in our project in our project as well, and also projects uh, like in Australia um, and 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 ca Canada and America. Um, uh, there there have been projects before, and we are for all of those projects we are we are looking. Okay, what are the lessons learned to be learned in technical way, in commercial way, uh, and how can we deal with those challenges in our project? This sounds all very good, but there was also some controversy about the project. Mm -hmm. Even the name of Partos was really in the news. Not everybody was happy. Actually, you, you mentioned it in, in the beginning already. What do you think and how can we overcome all the controversy? Yeah, I think in the Netherlands, uh, looking back at the controversy for CCS, there have been uh, earlier projects like the, the Barendrecht uh, project, um, um, uh, that um, we, we've looked at, okay, wh what happened there and, and how can we overcome the challenges that they have faced? And the problem there was that they wanted to store CO2 on their land uh, and people were really afraid of risks uh, and what might happen when you store CO2 on the land. Um, and within the climate agreement, it was agreed to store CO2 under sea, uh, under the, the seabed. So that's that's learning that we've took and implemented in our project, um, and maybe some emotions of of people and irrelative feelings. I mean, they're just there. You have to deal with it. Yeah, people, and of people course, are some, sometimes afraid. Yeah, and 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 um, CO two is something to 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 really be uh, secure with how to, how to deal with it. So we have a lot of. Um, attention on how to deal with with the safety, with security of storing the CO2, uh, of handling it, and also dealing uh, or, or um, uh, focusing on the emotions uh, that people have uh, uh, regarding CCS as technique, of but, course. But is there some danger putting CO2, CO2 deep in the ground? Uh, no, not deep in the ground, um, no. Was there but danger you, but with Barendrecht? No, what, 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 what we uh, do is in the monitoring, we look at seismicity, for, for example. Um, so we have an ex extensive monitoring plan, uh, how to seal the uh, storage after uh, it has been filled, uh, and how to monitor uh, risks. But underneath Barendrecht, uh, it was safe, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not the expert to, to say uh, whether it was safe uh, okay. on that location. I was not involved in the project. You got to deal with some emotions too. That's the point. And it doesn't yeah. always matter what the facts are. It's also indeed li exactly like you say, the emotions surrounding it and what will be the value of my house when a new project comes. But it's all about communication. 
as well. It's all about yeah, communication as well, and that's your your task too with mm-hmm. this project because yeah. you you can have you can have the numbers right, mm-hmm. but if people don't believe you or don't understand you, then you have a problem anyway. Uh, Sometimes, yeah. So what we what we try to do is to to uh, communicate in an open and transparent way, uh, to be open to questions, to be. Uh, showing uh, what we know, showing what we don't know, um, uh, be honest about risk, be, be, be clear about the monitoring plans, be clear about all of the information of, of this project you can find online. And you were clear and now there's a green light. Yeah, there is. Yeah. And we talked a bit also about the nitrogen deposition at the beginning, mm-hmm. where we said we would separate that from CO2 capture and storage in this podcast. Uh, but another common objection that you often hear around CCS is that it will allow the fossil industry to keep emitting CO2. So instead of taking care of the root of the issue, reducing your CO2 emissions from the beginning, you allow industries to just keep emitting CO2, but you take it away and you put it underground. But as I said before, it's fair to say that we don't have the luxury anymore to have such a discussion. Again, in the latest IPCC report, you see that we are running out of time. So the question is not, do we choose between carbon capture and storage or we tackle the root cause, lowering the carbon footprint at the industrial facilities? The question is now, how do you do carbon capture and storage and reduce emissions? Because so far we have not been able to reduce our emissions fast enough. So we need multiple solutions at the same time and that includes carbon capture and storage. When can we really start to capture the CO2 and put it under the sea? Yeah, we expect to uh, really start uh, with the capture of CO2 in 2026. It's now 2023. We've uh, I just thought we were running out of time. Yeah, we, we've just taken our final investment decision. Uh, which means that we can now really grant uh, contractors um, uh, for, for, for their assignment to start constructing uh, the infrastructure. And we need a, a construction period of two years uh, to get the whole system in place. Yeah, there's nothing to do. I mean, no, you have to build it up. We have to build it. Uh, we have to lay down all of the pipelines to build a compressor station, to, to lay down the pipelines offshore, to connect to the, the platform. Um, to to do all kind of um, equipment on the platform, yeah, you, you need two years of, bi- uh, of construction time. Yeah, at least. Yeah, we you want to run, but in the end, we have to walk. <laughs> yeah, and and you have all. Yeah, we all have to see this. But don't in, stop walking. In, in, uh, as part of the the large transition that we're in, um, and of course we have our challenges to to reduce CO two before twenty thirty, but in the long run, it's it's all about how can we really get uh, to a sustainable way of living uh, at 2050 uh, and beyond. And this is why the FID today was also such good news, because these kinds of big construction projects, they take time. All big construction projects take take time, and that's why it's so important that we start now. So that's, uh, yeah. yeah. That's why the news has been so good. And can we reach the goals of, 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 of Paris Um, So, based on the current scenarios, in 2030, as the Netherlands, we have 49 megatons of leftover emissions, as we would say. So, emissions that still need a solution to be uh, reduced. And as we discussed, portals will be able to store 37 megatons of those 49. That's a big portion. So, of the 49 megaton of leftover emissions, portals will be able to store in total in 15 years' time 37. 
it's kind of impressive. Yeah, this is this is one of the the biggest projects in the Netherlands at it, at this moment with a large uh, impact on reducing CO2. Does it make you proud to play a role in this? Yeah, it, project? it does. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's yeah there's a large team working on this. Not only um, uh, we we're with several organizations, so uh, Port of Rotterdam Authority. Uh, I was EBN asking if it makes you Gassini. proud. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes me proud to to be part of uh, uh, such a great project and and um, which is really one of a kind, um, first of its kind, uh, and that's that's really. Uh, yeah, cool to to um, to be able with with such projects to to make such uh, reduction. Do you have well. the feeling that you make a difference as an individual, even as an individual? I I, yeah, I try to be, but uh, we are with a really large team working on this. So I understand, uh, but I, I want to make a difference too. But sometimes you don't know what to do, and then I speak to you and and I hear Lonneke, and I think, okay, you got your hands on it. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Being part of this, um, yes, um, it's so big. That's good. It, it's really big, and and it, it's uh, it's inspiring. Yeah. yeah, it's inspiring. Yes, it is. From the personal skill, Nico, to Lonneke now, because what's happening internationally in the field of CCS? Well, to start local and then build out, uh, Portals is identified as a project of common interest by the European Union, and projects of common interest are projects that are identified as a key priority to interconnect the energy infrastructure in Europe. And maybe listeners know this better as the EPCEI or Important Projects of Common European Interest. And this is a list of projects that's being reviewed every two years and the European Union therefore also invests in these projects. And Nicole already explained that uh, at Portals, we will make use of a depleted gas field and other European countries might not have these geological advantages. So in the future, they might want to transport their CO2 to projects like Portals and store their CO2 underground because they don't have access to depleted gas fields. And they can use our fields, so to say, or? That's the next uh, yeah, debate. That, I mean, yeah. Th that is that is something to debate about. Uh, on, I understand. Uh, because um, um, looking forward in the Netherlands, uh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, depleted gas fields, and um, we also have a lot of industries. Uh, so we need to reduce our own footprint as the Netherlands. But yeah, looking but maybe in, there's look, some look, room left. Yeah, looking in a wider perspective, uh, personally, I, I I think it's wise to 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 debate also on whether uh, we want to 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 open up for uh, CO2 from other countries. And th that's a debate that is is, yeah, is, is being started. In, because in, I hear in the, the protests already. What do we do? Why do we get the CO2 of France or uh, or Spain even? Oh, we are not the only country developing CCS projects, right? So your question started with what's happening internationally. Yes. I started with portals and the need maybe for other European countries to, to store their CO2, but there are other countries surrounding the North Sea area that also look into storing CO2 in depleted gas fields, including Norway, as Nico already mentioned, Norway is already doing that for a very long time, the UK and Denmark, and one project in Norway is also marked as a project of common interest. And next to the countries surrounding the North Sea, Iceland is working on CCS projects and there's a cluster of southern and southeastern European countries that are doing the same. But it's all it's all it's also a world problem or a Euro European problem. So loyalty it's it's like normal. 
Yeah, and we've got to help each other. I mean, we, we've got to get across the, the 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 local or national targets. It's it's a European problem. Uh, it's a it's a glo- global problem. And um, um, yeah, I think the only way to overcome that is is by cooperation uh, across borders. We're just getting started. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. This was Transition Talk on site, a podcast by Accenture. My name is Harmen van der Veen. My name is Lonneke Tabak. And thanks for listening. You can find us on any podcast platform you like. We will be back soon with interesting topics on interesting locations. And in the meantime... Stay safe and sustainable.